Hi, my name is Jasmine Cabrera, creator of Health by Jasmine, and you're listening to the Wonderwell Podcast. You're listening to the Wander Well Podcast. Learn how to create your own reality, live your calling, and find inner peace. We cover self-care, wandering, and manifesting. Welcome. I'm your host, Katie J. You listed a few things that you were excited to talk about during our conversation. Okay, so the first thing you listed was mom, mompreneur life. Oh, yeah. So tell me about that. Because I know nothing about being a mom. (laughs) Yeah, you do have a furry animal. That's true. I do have a furry animal who's currently at my feet. So (laughs) Yeah, so it's pretty much the same thing, except mine will eventually learn how to talk. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, no, I just threw that in there as something that I have, I guess I have some cooth or some space to talk on now because... I've been doing this entrepreneur thing for a handful of years, but throwing into the mix the responsibility of caring for another human being is like all in itself kind of messes that up a little bit, not in a negative way, but in a way that makes you realize, oh, I have to prioritize and take advantage of nap times and learn to enlist other people like delegating and stuff of that nature. So anything specific you wanted to hear about that? Anything that your listeners would be like, hmm, that would be useful. Yeah. So what kind of things have you had to delegate now that you're, you have to balance both or that you get to balance both? Yeah. Yes. Now that I get to balance both, um, the biggest things that I've learned from the whole mompreneur thing is understanding what's your wheelhouse and trying not to operate outside of that. So for instance, I'm pretty much a social butterfly in real life, but I suck at creating social media type posts because to me, it's not the same type of socialness. It's like, Oh, just go on social media and, you know, make friends kind of thing. I'm like, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> and so what I'm trying to delegate is having um, someone else, almost like a team member, uh, helped me to come up with relevant content ideas that still show the personality that I have and still show me as, you know, someone who's working on some projects and working as a business owner, but at the same time giving something worth paying attention to because we all know how it is when it's like we see a pretty picture but we're just scrolling we're not really reading what goes along with the photo especially when it comes to like Instagram that was one area and then also drilling down to okay how productive am I really throughout a day about four hours out of an entire work day which most people think is like well how do you get anything done with four hours but it's awesome to It's an awesome skill set to learn what you truly need to get done and what time of day your energy will allow you to do that, working with your energy pattern and your brain waves and what your body and what your um, mind and your energy can do versus just being like, I have eight hours, I need to work eight hours, or I need to work 14 hours, or I need to get all these things done. Um, so it's a, a way of like being more merciful on yourself. But in my case, it's like, no, you better work in your four hours that is broken up into two naps or you're not going to get anything done that day. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, though, because the four hour work week was something that I read and I was like, what is this even possible? But he makes a good point in there, which is an eight hour work day is very 
it's a very arbitrary number. It has nothing to do with productivity levels or anything like that. It's just nine to five. That makes sense. But it doesn't make sense, especially if you're not productive the whole time and could be doing other things that are, you know, filling you up, making you happy. And that way, when you do sit down and get work done, you are filled up and ready to go. Yeah, exactly. Well, you told me something because I haven't gotten the pleasure of reading that book yet. But um, it kind of makes sense when you think about like school days are set up to be seven to eight hours. Well, eight hours, but seven counting lunch and all the breaks in between classes. So it's like we're programmed to do things in eight hour spurts as though it is the answer to all things. That was the beauty of college was that you got to some days you might you might put in eight hours of actual class day. Hopefully not. Usually it's four max and all the studying in air quotes that you did true (laughs) (laughs) yeah that too (laughs) I got really good at reading the first and the first and last sentence of each paragraph do I really need to meet meet the meat of all that Mm, I probably got it in the intro and the summary (laughs) (laughs) so so what's something that you what's something that you think other mompreneurs should know oh goodness girl stop beating up on yourself as though you have to be superwoman because not everybody has to wear the same cape (laughs) um that is the biggest thing because I see it so often like I'm in a a few uh, Facebook groups that are are women who also have families. And um, I'm also just in my real life friend circles, the biggest thing that I see moms doing who also are kind of like natural born hustlers, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. um, they just feel like they have to get it all right. And this may be like common sense, but there is that person out there who just needs to hear it and be given permission that just because you don't have it all figured out is not a problem. And you don't have to be everything to everyone at all times. You just need to be great to yourself. And most of the time, everything else will fall into place after that. And I say that because, um, and this is what I have probably a lot of people fall into, but they will see a project or they'll see like this new thing they want to do and they'll throw themselves into it and they completely forget to take care of self. They throw out the window exercise or getting outside. They throw out the window quality sleep or eating well. And those are all the things that are going to keep you creative and that are going to keep you with the the proper health and energy levels that you need to reach your goals. And so it's a very simple piece of advice, but one that I feel like cannot be given or emphasized enough. I love that you shared that because that's something that I've even been dealing with because Last week I skipped, I didn't produce an episode because I I needed to take a step back and be like, whoa, I haven't practiced self-care in uh, a month and a half. (laughs) And I've been so busy and moving around and making a podcast and starting a new job that I was eating like crap and not taking care of myself. And then I I just needed a full week to say, okay, let's, let's get out into nature. Let's be active. Let's you know, go to yoga and take care of yourself. So I'm glad that you said that. Yes, I'm so happy you were able to do that, which you could have fooled me because, again, you know, like Instagram, that highlight reel. So I was like, Katie's doing it. She's taking care of herself. She's getting out, pup. (laughs) Yeah, it certainly seems that way. I mean, I was, but I think on the back end, it just, I wasn't doing it to the extent that I wanted to or that I I needed, really. 
Yeah, when you say you were throwing moving in there, and that actually, you know, moving around, it's fun, but it can be stressful. Like, we're in the process of moving ourselves. Like, we have about three or four more days left in our current apartment before we move, and it's just like, all right, so I'm going to pack a box today. It's going to happen. (laughs) Yeah, and you have to confront all of your stuff. Which means that I, it it really reinforces that minimalist mentality is like, look, if I haven't seen, you know, touched it, worn it or anything of that nature in the last six to eight months, maybe I don't need it anymore. And things that are sentimental, I'm like, if I can't take a picture of it or put it in a box, then maybe I don't need it. Maybe it's not that important. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the other things that you you mentioned was strength focused fitness. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you tell me more about that? Because I don't know that I know exactly what that means. Yeah. So um, I'm not sure what your complete background in exercise and fitness is. I have been working for the last eight plus years in and out of either a gym scene or working as a personal trainer privately for people in their homes. And my most recent job, I've I'm actually a head trainer at a studio. And one thing that I keep seeing over and over and over again is women who come in and all of their fitness pursuits and fitness goals are centered around a very unhealthy relationship with their body image. And thinking that the or feeling that the only way they can be happy with their current physique is just to be smaller and to lose weight. And that is all that is really talked about. And everything else that goes into being healthy or having a well-rounded health and self-care type of um, routine is completely tossed out of the window. And so when I talk about strength-focused fitness, I'm trying to help women change the script of why they actually go and exercise. I want to start focusing more attention on uh, paying attention to your performance and what your body is capable of doing versus just what it looks like. You know what I'm saying? I do. I do know what you're saying. Great. Great. And so um, with that being said, I also recently um, became a certified pre and postnatal fitness coach because as I was recovering from giving birth to our son, Eli, who is eight months old now, um, all of you, <laughs> um, when I was like, you know, in that you know, initial phase of, OK, I want to get back to movement. I want to start working, working out again, because there is a point of rest before you can get back to that. I found myself being like, well, what do I do first? And that was like a complete light turn on moment for me as to, oh, this is not good. I am a fitness professional, have been for a while now, but I have no clue how to safely return myself back to exercise. And I really want to do a good job of being efficient about it, but also doing it well and smartly because I don't want to in any way hinder myself from having proper recovery or hindering my next pregnancy because we do want to have another kid later on down the road and all of those things. And so long story short, I found a program um, that is that was put together by this company called 
The Girls Gone Strong with Molly Galbraith. I believe I said her name right. Molly, please don't punch me in the face for saying it wrong if you listen to this podcast. <laughs> but um, but um, once I went through that course, it took me about four months. But once I went through that course, it's like, wow, my eyes are really open as to how much it goes into a woman's care, not even during like her postpartum phase, like that initial year after giving after giving birth, but while she's pregnant and before she gets pregnant, there's a lot that goes into that, that a lot of it I was aware of, but there was a crazy ton of it that I wasn't aware of. Um, and so I was like, wow, I really want to step into this role of coaching these types of women because I feel like I run into them every day. I know more of them now just because by default I have a kid. And so there's easier conversation struck up everywhere, like at Target, at the grocery store, out, you know, just out and about enjoying life at a coffee shop. I run into women all the time. And so because of that, I it made me rethink how am I working and what does my business look like and Am I truly happy with the way things are and all of that? And so it all kind of fell into a, well, now you have this knowledge to help a specific population of people, a specific type of woman at a specific season in her life. How can you just zone in on that thing and run with it? And when I sat down and took the time to do that, I came up with this program, with my next, I guess, big thing that I'm working on is called Gymlessly Fit. And essentially, this is the thing I was telling you about that I was like, I'm really excited to tell you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited to hear about it. So Gymlessly Fit essentially is going to be a subscription-based home workout program. Um, basically, the way it's set up is daily workouts that require minimal equipment that you can do anywhere you are at any time of the day, as long as you can set aside maybe 10 to 35 minutes to focus on yourself. And that's pretty much the gist of it. There are plenty of women who they don't like gyms or they don't live close enough to want to be a member of one or they travel a lot like you or, um, <laughs> or they, um, they just can't afford the gyms that are in their area. And the ones that they can't afford, they're not getting any guidance that's specific to a female in general. And it's not specific to their needs as far as how their body is going through pregnancy or postpartum. And so that is where I am now. I'm actually about to start beta testing that pretty soon. But it's exciting because now it's out there in the world and I'm telling you about it. So <laughs> that is so cool. And I think that's something um, a lot of people have a really hard time niching down what it is that they're offering because there are so many yoga instructors out there. There are so many fitness instructors out there. There are so many, you know, women's health coaches out there. But a lot of people are in that exact phase that you're talking about. Like they don't have access to a gym. They're recently pregnant or just got done being pregnant and, mm -hmm. you know, are, are, are in a phase where they're just confused of where to start next. And I've seen prenatal yoga and postnatal yoga just explode over the years because women need this. 
Yeah, so <laughs> they really do. And unfortunately, there's there is a good deal of crappy coaching out there. I hate to say it that way, but there is. And so um, I'm trying to add to the other side of the scale of no, there's there's some good coaching. I'm one of those people, and I'm always trying to do better. And so it's never like I'm just going to be like, oh, I got the certification. I know all the things. Let's roll. Like, not like that at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so um, just to give an idea of how I plan to or how it's going to be laid out is I basically will have three variations of a workout each day. And what that will look like. So those variations are, I have I give them program names. You're going to consider them programs, these variations. One of them is called the Prego program, which is going to be uh, substitutions for certain movements. If you're pregnant, depending on what part of your pregnancy and whether you're really early and really not changing much, or if it's late in your pregnancy, like week 35, and you really shouldn't be in the belly down position because it puts too much load on your lower back, things of that nature. So Regular program is one variation, and the second variation is after the bump, which is about the if you are anywhere from having clearance from your physician to go back to exercise to that first to the end of your first twelve months postpartum, that's really the after bump after the bump variation, and then the third variation is just the strong for life variation. So, if it's for someone who they've they are like not even thinking about being pregnant or haven't never had a kid or they're just pretty far along in their postpartum journey where it's like a year plus or they've regained the confidence in their body to do the exercises for that day. That's what the strong for life program variation is. I love that. And so how are you going about producing those videos or the, the, the trainings? The content. Great. So great question. So that is actually something I'm in the uh, the uh, brainstorming phase for now because I'm really trying to make this not only easy for the for the member to consume, but easy for myself to produce, you know, because um, one thing I don't want to put the burden of on my head is making it too hard to bring the content to individuals. So I don't want to require to have a videographer at all times at my house and having this, all this fancy equipment or knowing all these software tech tools and tricks. And so the plan is to go about it by posting this information in a private members only Instagram account. So you get to see the actual demonstrations of the workout, but members get access to a password protected page on my website where they get to see the breakdown of the workout as well as um, some special like modifications that I want to give to things um, that are basically a pass. It's going to be on a members only section of a platform like Instagram. And I also plan on doing the same sort of thing for people who are more, into Facebook and they don't really care about Instagram. <laughs> There's so much power in Instagram, which is um, both awesome and unfortunate in some ways just because everyone's always complaining about more screen time. But, yeah, you know, yeah. but, you know, there's now Instagram TV where you can upload videos up to 10 minutes long and it just yeah. opens the door for a lot of creators who, like you said, don't want to have a full camera crew in there. Yeah, kitchen. very true. 
Very exactly. Um, exactly. And also I do it because I hope that it's something where it's easy for the individual to just pop in, get the information. I would, you know, the idea came across my mind to host everything on like YouTube, which would be great, but there is a few more moving pieces and a bit more time commitment to YouTube. And I really don't want it to be something where it's just if you're a, if you're not a member, you have the same access to information that a member would have, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So um, as I said, that this is all still like the main idea. I don't watch it again for another month. So some kinks may be ironed out and that could change as well. But um, the whole, also the whole point of hosting it on a social platform is so that I can create that sense of community between members because in my business beforehand, I've really never had that, that community feeling where it's like a group of people there, they all know they're doing the same sort of thing or they're all after the same, um, after the same type of goals and they're a part of the same crew, so to speak. Um, and so that's something I'm really looking forward to, like having that heavy involvement with each member because I'm one of those type of people that I've discovered over the years that I need to be front and center involved with everything. I just, I'm not really good at putting, I'm not very good at putting things on autopilot because I am the type of person who like, oh, it's there. And if it's like out of sight, out of mind, I'm not always having my hands on it. Then I'm not actively thinking about how can I improve it or how can I make it better or how can I enjoy this more even for myself? Because we shouldn't be in business just because we need to enjoy it as well, you know? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> yeah, so when you go in, it's not always as clear. It's like, no, I, even though this is what people say should happen, I'm not enjoying it. So I'm going to have to find another way to get it done. <laughs> yeah, that's something that I think. Uh, I wonder if that's, I thought that was just me. <laughs> so I'm glad that you mentioned that because there was a point last week when I was like, oh, I'm not really enjoying sitting down and doing this podcast. I don't, I'm dreading doing it. So mm-hmm. I know that I'm not going to produce something good if I can't find a way to make my, to enjoy it. Right. And so I realized that I wasn't even full myself to allow anything to pour into a product. Yeah, I understand. That's is that why also we got Katie J today and not behind the podcast. Yes, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, because I started to feel like I didn't want to be stuck behind the podcast. <laughs> like I, the podcast is to, um, you know, share the stories of women living their best lives. It's not. I didn't want it to really make it about me, so I wanted a platform that was. Um, sharing my experience that was separate from promoting and sharing the stories of other women. That's awesome. Yeah. And that's something that girl, you are literally on the right track because this is like what your first year of entrepreneurship. Uh Uh Like it, I didn't figure that out my first year. (laughs) I was just very much so head down eyes forward and completely ignoring ignoring all of the signs that said go the other way or rethink this or you're hitting in a direction that's like completely going to be burnout central because and, and it's something where maybe I just didn't have the right 
people in place to help mentor me through with this. So that's that. It's all been a learning experience. But um, 100%, I think that you're in the right place. So go for it. (laughs) Thank you. Where can people go to learn more about you and your programs that you're working on? And when can we expect that to launch? Yes. So right now, um, I, my website is sleeping, so you really won't find too much other than my blog if you go to healthbyjasmine.com. But you can always find me on Instagram at healthbyjasmine. Um, you can get on the wait list for Gym Loosely Fit, which is awesome. If this is something you already know, like, hey, I want to know more about that. Please tell me. Um, you can get on the wait list for that at healthbyjasmine.com forward slash Gym Loosely Fit dash waitlist. Awesome. Yes, that is that. Um, and other than we can expect Gymnasty Fit to officially launch at the beginning of September. I can't give just yet just because there's some things I'm going to iron out. But if you're on that wait list, you will definitely learn of when that date is. Um, right now, I'm just in the still finishing off the planning and beta testing of all of this so that when it comes to market, when it comes to you all, there will be all little majority, at least of the bugs ironed out and it'll be an experience that you feel is completely worthwhile and helps you move forward in your fitness and health journey. So I love it. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you sharing that with us. Yeah. I appreciate you having me on girl. The audio got a little bit distorted on us, but Jasmine said that you can expect Gymlessly Fit to launch at the beginning of September. Head on over to her website so that you can get on the wait list or follow her on Instagram at Health by Jasmine. Thanks so much for joining the Wanderwell podcast. This was Katie J at Katie J Today on Instagram. And also I have at Wanderwell Podcast up and running again. So if you want to give a quick shout out over there as well, please tell us what you think of the episodes, who you'd like to see on the next few episodes, and any suggestions, comments, feedback we are open to changing things based off of your likes and needs. I hope you have a fantastic week. Have a good one.